Hey guys, it's Melissa, and welcome to my podcast. So, um, it's been a while. I am a little late on my episodes. I usually um, publish my episodes at the end of every month, and this month I am two, three weeks late, and so um, I almost didn't record anything, but I told myself, you know, that I would do this every month. And so I figure it's better to show up late than never. And um, I am in this moment right now in my pregnancy, um, feeling pretty good physically and emotionally. And so, oh, so for those of you who are listening to this episode or to me for the first time, welcome. And also just to let you know, I am pregnant. Um, It was an unplanned pregnancy, but I don't regret it at all. I am super excited to meet the baby, but I'm also, yeah, nervous and scared about, you know, how things will turn out. I know I will be fine, but, you know, just the unknown scares all of us, right? When when we don't know what's going to happen, um, it, it's scary not knowing. And with a, a little human baby, there's only so much you can plan, but you can't expect that plan to go smoothly because, again, it's another human being and we can't control other people, right? And so, um, yeah. So week 30, pregnancy. Um Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, which is the 20th, I will be at 31 weeks. And I will say that, yes, pregnancy is definitely hard. I mean, it is very hard to do on your own. Um, And I think it's really important to have resources, the tools, and the support team to help you through this. It's a physical and emotional experience, and it is very, very hard. I think it's a, I'm not going to say I think, it is the hardest thing that any human being can do to grow a living baby inside of you and then just go through your regular everyday life. And we all know right now, life is just um, kind of chaotic with the environment of the government and the world. And so, yeah, pregnancy on top of that is challenging. But I will say that I felt, I feel like my pregnancy journey has been pretty good and I have to really applaud myself for all the work that I've been doing prior to pregnancy. I think just as a personal trainer and yoga instructor, mobility specialist, and just, you know, having an interest in eating better for my body, that's really helped. And, you know, I spent years building a routine, um, a ritual practice, you know, whatever we want to call it for myself so that I'm consistent with these things. And um, it's been such a in my opinion, for in my experience, my pregnancy experience, it's been such a blessing um, because it's made my pregnancy journey pretty smooth. And I'm not saying like everything's perfect, but just, you know, I feel like I've handled everything really, really well. And so 
of course, but not alone with that support. And I think throughout this entire pregnancy, pregnancy kind of reminds me of life, like in a really condensed form. Cause I mean, minus the growing the human baby part. Cause I mean, that's like, that's just a different experience in itself. But I think in life in general, right, we're thrown all these curveballs and we go through all these emotions and we're continuously having to learn to adapt or to change or to whatever it is. And, um, yeah, we have to learn to manage all that and manage ourselves and our in our bodies and um, so that we can move forward. And so I feel like pregnancy is like, really exaggerated, magnified, condensed form of life where all of those things happen, but in a short amount of time and at such a heightened experience that you kind of feel like a crazy person because you're feeling all sorts of different things, but you're also physically going through so many different things as well. And so that's what it feels like. And I think, you know, I kind of really used like how I see pregnancy, I kind of now use it as like an example to why it's so beneficial to have these practices and rituals because in anything in life, yes, pregnancy, it takes, you know, a good support team and then raising a kid takes a community. But I think in general, being a human being existing in this world, you need a good support system, you know, Nobody is perfect. We all have our issues. We all go through different emotions. We'll all go through difficult times. And so the better you understand your mind and body, how you handle stress, um, and finding the tools and resources to support you so that you can get over those times and and be the, the best version of yourself, the version that you want to be, um, is so critical to living a healthy life. And, and I think, you know, during my pregnancy, like I just, I am so appreciative that I, that I had these resources and tools because yeah, I mean, from my experience and the stories I hear, I feel that my pregnancy experience was pretty good. And I'm saying this as a person who still went through emotional lows. You know, I, I think I mentioned on the last one, but, you know, I think there was like a two or three week period where I would cry for like two, three hours at a time, like every other day. And it just, the crying almost felt like, like doomsday for me. Like I felt like crying because I felt like the world was ending, you know? And, you know, thank God for me that I've trained myself, you know, to, through the tools and the practices that I have to understand that it is okay that I feel this way. And it's completely, completely, I won't use the word normal, but it's completely valid. What I'm feeling, that experience is real and I'm allowed to feel it. But I also understood that these are pregnancy hormones and also understanding that my feelings will change, you know, that it's not permanent. And just understanding that, yes, it's a, there's a lot of things happening in my life, decisions I have to make, you know, different interactions with different relationships I have that need to be involved during this pregnancy is going to be hard. But I think 
being able to have that insight and allowing myself to cry helped me better to not be so hard on myself. And in that way, I was able to just kind of, you know, release the emotions rather than hold on to them. I think that when you don't have those tools and resources or you don't have the understanding or the ability to see that what you're experiencing is completely valid, how you're feeling is completely valid, feeling unsafe, feeling down, upset, whatever it is, is valid, but also understanding that this is not a permanent thing and that you are safe and that you are supported and being able to really speak that and be able to reach out to people and and lean on people that's another thing too i you know i've mentioned it multiple times even before pregnancy how it was very hard for me to open up to people and i'm not saying you have to open up to everyone but just having like a good group of friends or one friend or if not you know at least a therapist what it's really important that you're able to express your inner truth even if they may seem dark to somebody because i think or at least at least for me but i feel as if this is true for everyone when you let all those dark thoughts those insecure you know, sad, whatever, whatever is lurking behind that corner that you don't want to acknowledge, if you do not let it out in some form of therapy. Um, and I think, I don't know, there's that, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, their form of therapy is art or their form of therapy is singing or I guess singing if you're making your own songs up and you're using the lyrics to kind of express yourself works but I think other things where you're just doing art or dancing that could help a little bit but I think as humans you know we want to be acknowledged by other people right we want to be seen and no matter what anyone says they're like oh I don't really care about the attention and like I don't want to be seen but that's not true you want to be seen and acknowledged as a human being because that's just how how we're meant to be and that's how we are supposed to live in this world you know through a connected community whether that's a big community small community whether it's just with a significant other there's one person that you need to be able to let these things out because once you do, when you let those things that sit in your head out to somebody, make sure it's somebody that can handle it and also somebody that's not going to judge you, there's a sense of freedom, you know, because when once you speak it out loud and a person is able to hold space for that, there's that, I don't know how to describe it, but there's that moment or feeling of just acceptance. And when you feel accepted, those thoughts and all those things that you're hiding from don't seem to be as consuming and life-threatening. Because also when you keep things in your head for too long, and I know this to be true from personal experience, is that when you let things in your mind fester, your mind is a powerful, powerful tool. But that tool can also be dangerous in that it can just snowball 
those thoughts can snowball into something bigger until it becomes unmanageable. And so you have to release it. And so I think it's really important that you are able to speak to someone. And so through my pregnancy, I've been really lucky that I've had, you know, I have my two close friends that I've talked to and and it kind of helped because I was building that relationship even before pregnancy. Um, these two friends I have been talking to pretty quite regularly, if not every day, at least one of them. And I think, you know, what I was trying to teach myself, and I think it was because of COVID, you know, with everything that's happening and me being quarantined or all of us being quarantined, I realized what's really important. And I, and I finally understood the importance of having real connections and being able to just be myself and not have to filter my words all the time. And so I was practicing that on my friends. And um, and as soon as I got pregnant, I found a, a good support team, a person that I speak to that specifically provides therapy for this stuff. And so um, it was easier for me to reach out when I just felt like, emotionally unstable when I felt sad instead of just not saying anything. And that's due to all the work that I did leading up to my pregnancy because I was doing it before and it became easier to just ask for help. I won't say what it, uh, I just said easy. I, I mean easier as in like, I was cognizant that I needed to get help. Otherwise, it would be bad. Because it's still not easy for me to reach out to people. I still get this like visceral feeling of like, like I don't want to bother people and I don't want to, you know, do this. But I like force myself. It's like I'm my own mother saying, you gotta eat those vegetables. So I I was telling myself, like, you gotta call somebody because you know it's gonna get worse. And so um I think just having that training, that mental training has really helped. And so, yeah, all the tools and everything that I've been doing prior to pregnancy really helped me. And, and now that, you know, I'm getting closer to the due date, um, you know, I'm also, again, using this time to prepare, you know, do what I need to do, make sure the baby has food, clothing, um, you know, that I'm figuring out my work schedule, you know, figuring out like when I can come back to work and figuring um, out all the different logistics of like um, the hospital stuff, the doctor stuff. And, and so, yeah, I'm doing that, but I'm also using this opportunity to, you know, mentally prepare myself for this baby, meaning letting go of the idea that I have to control everything. I, I think that, you know, one of the things that I find or we all find comfort is just knowing what's going to happen next. Right. So we know what's going to happen so I can do a B and C and it will prepare me for this thing. But with the baby, it's like, I really don't know, you know, the baby, I don't know what the baby's personality is going to be like. I don't know, you know, many things. So, um, I'm also mentally preparing myself to letting go of the idea of needing to have everything, every little detail planned and, um, letting go of the idea that, you know, everything that I planned will go as planned, um, and just being open. And I also realized that, um, I think, 
I noticed this more during pregnancy, but I think it's important overall, but just making sure you're speaking to the right people and surrounding yourself with the right people. I think I've learned, and I think it's not just with the pregnancy stuff, but um, being Korean American and with the anti-Asian racism that's happening and also Black Lives Matter that I spoke about um, last year, um, just making sure that you feel supported and you're surrounded by people who aren't, um, I guess this is a new term I learned, but gaslighting you, you know, saying things like, oh, what you're feeling is, is normal or, oh, what you're feeling, you know, it's not just you, you know, um, people that invalidate your feelings or make your feelings feel like it's not a big deal. And I'm guilty of it too. So like I, I find myself when I speak to like my clients, especially one of my clients who's also pregnant, I remember saying to her, I forget what it was, but I'm just like, oh, it's normal. And then I stopped. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's not normal. I'm, that's the wrong word to use. What you're feeling and experiencing is very real. And I see you and I hear you, you know, like, so I have to like correct myself because I think in a way for me using the word like, oh, that's normal. It's just trying to make a person feel better. But at the same time, I'm actually, you know, kind of brushing off their feelings. And so, um, during pregnancy, it's really hard because with all the hormones and, you know, the things you are feeling are real, you know, maybe, maybe some of the things that you are, um, the way you're reacting to certain things might be, you know, a little intense, but those are actual feelings that you're feeling and it is part of your experience and it's part of what you're experiencing and it's valid. It's not wrong. You know, it's just something that you're feeling. And so I think in a time like this and during pregnancy, it's really important to surround yourself with people like that. And also, um, surrounding yourself with people that actually want to help you in that way. I think, you know, people that really want to help you will listen and try to understand. And if they can't understand, they're not going to try to pretend that they know. And, um, just being able to, I guess, yeah, just support you as your individual. And so, I think me doing that for myself, practicing that during my pregnancy for myself, you know, validating all the emotions I feel, even though, you know, there be there might be a second where I feel like, oh, I'm ODing or oh, I'm I'm being a drama queen. I quickly, you know, try to get out of that state and instead of saying that, saying, okay, why am I feeling this way? Getting curious and providing that same kind of mentality towards others, my friends and my clients. And (laughs) I'm like, why am I talking about this? So I was saying that I'm practicing that because I also know that, you know, for my son, my baby boy that's born, um, I never want him to feel as if the things that he is feeling is wrong. I want him to think or feel, I want him to feel his feelings and instead think of it in a way where, why, why am I feeling this way? What, you know, what are some of the, what are the things that I need to do to, you know, 
what is this feeling telling me about myself? Like, can this tell me more about who I am, who I want to be, who I not, who I don't want to be? And I, you know, don't want to diminish his experience either and make him feel like he can't talk to me yet as well. And, and again, sorry guys, pregnant brain, pregnancy brain. Um, but I find this to be really important because growing up, I felt that I couldn't really express my feelings. And even like, you know, in the recent years, I felt that way too. There's a little bit of that because, you know, it's been so ingrained, definitely got better, but there was always those moments where I felt like I couldn't express myself a certain way or I didn't feel safe expressing myself. And I would just kind of go along with it. And, you know, not to say it's always a good or bad thing, but I was doing it so frequently to the point where it's just, you know, I learned not to advocate for myself or speak up for myself. And I definitely don't want that for my baby boy. So I have to, in turn, learn and remother myself to speak up and advocate for myself because the more I can do that for myself, the more I can teach him through my, you know, through my own role modeling, but also um, being able to understand like both sides of it, of, you know, both sides of it, meaning like someone who is advocating and someone who's listening to the advocator because, you know... <laughs> Right now, there's just a lot of people, I feel like there are definitely a lot of advocators out there, people advocating, talking for themselves and speaking up for themselves, but there's not a lot of space holders where people can also listen to these people who are advocating for themselves. And I think if we can all do both, it it would probably help us all to understand each other better. And if not understand, at least... um, you know, just respect each other's opinions and beliefs and values. Um, And I think that's another thing. I realized that I used to think that I had to be friends with people that had the same exact values and beliefs. But I think overall, underneath all of the people that I know, you know, um, they're all good people. We all just want the best lives and we want to see people happy you know, but we have different values and different beliefs, you know, we find different things as priorities. And that doesn't mean that they are less than or I'm less than or whatever. And so I think being able to see that and accept others helps with everything helps with self acceptance. And I just realized I just went off on a tangent. I think I said in the beginning of this podcast that I felt pretty clear in my mind, which is, which is semi-false. It's like, I'm very clear in that I want to be, um, this person that I am, but (laughs) I guess having to express it and explain that (laughs) is kind of, uh, all over the place, but you know, I just hope that whoever I am in relationship with, whoever I encounter, whoever I work with that, you know, that I'm able to make them feel um, seen and heard because, you know, I think that's one of the one biggest 
thing that I would like to offer to the world, you know? And so I think my, my mission is kind of that. And also, um, now I get to provide that mission to my baby boy, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, pregnancy has turned me into a little mush ball. I was probably always this before, but, um, even more so now. And I'm just really realizing and seeing how people just need to be seen and heard. It's not about changing people or forcing people to do things. It's just, there's this lack of, um, compassion towards others, you know, because we're different, that we look different or we're different, you know, social status or different color or different sex or whatever sex we choose to be or gender we choose to identify with. It's just, I think there's too much of us trying to diminish their existence and it's sad. And so anyways, oh boy, 25 minutes of me rambling on about this. I I was going to try to keep it short since it was (laughs) a late podcast, but, um, I think I'll leave it at that. Um, and I hope that you are safe and well, you and your family are safe and well. I hope that you have a strong support system, especially during times like this. Um, and yeah, I'll be back for, uh, May end of April. Um, and so in the meantime, if you want to catch me or see what I'm up to, um, I'll provide all of my social media information, um, in the info box and yeah, until next time guys.